with fear. I intend to rule with respect. Five weeks without any major technical breakdowns, and then life happens. Last week was insane, and I don't know what happened. I clicked live, and my computer said, you can't go live, and everybody else went live except for me. I don't know what happened. <laughs> well, it's you know what? When they, opened, when they opened Disneyland, nothing worked. <laughs> that's, what that's what this is. Mario is fixing to kill somebody. <laughs> well, welcome, everybody, to Boba Book Club, the, the, the season series finale of Boba Book Club. You know, we only got one season. Who knows if Book of Boba will ever come back? I'm sure we're going to talk about it today. Let's go ahead and talk to everybody that we got with us tonight. By the way, the chat's already bumping. Hi, chat. Abby's monitoring the chat this oh, yeah, evening. We're, we are. I'm, I am showing off all the comments welcome everyone thanks for hanging out and uh craig sorry about the internet that's fine i'm glad that it's working now <laughs> i'm glad fine. that everybody's here i'm excited to talk about this episode i'm sad that this is our last uh time gathering together but yes hopefully not ever because we're only a couple months we away we do this a lot <laughs> we do this a lot we'll be okay <laughs> So I made friendship bracelets for everyone. <laughs> there you go. Uh, <laughs> I love mine. Yeah. Mine hang on my proton pack. Mm. Oh, very cool. Very nice. cool. Nice. Um, joining us tonight, as always, from, let's see, not Malibu, not Hollywood, from the San Fernando Valley. <laughs> from the sands of Death Valley. Yes. <laughs> from the sands That's... of the Malibu Beach Club. <laughs> Mr. Troy Benjamin. Troy, how are you doing, man? I don't like sand. I, I just I hate sand. Yeah, Abby beat me to it. But hey, hi, guys. Got in there. I can't believe this is the end. I can't believe we've come to oh, the end. We've mm -hmm. come so far. Mm -hmm. Mercifully? We've... What? We've no. learned so much. Uh, Troy, thank you for being with us. Mm -hmm. You're a busy guy. You're making time every week for, for, for the people. Um, and uh, later on, we'll talk about all your books and on, we'll, we'll get all the plugs out because people need to know how to support our hosts and the things that they do. Because believe it or not, it's not just this. Yeah, more... we'll, we'll talk about the things we think you're doing no, and then we'll not. see if you react. Nope. Oh, no. Yeah, Ryan, you're about to Craig, go to the Craig's got his yeah. finger on the button. Go to the back to take. Ryan's being Grogu in the back, just tapping. Check your internet. Check your internet connection there. Uh, Ryan Dole, what's up, man? How are you? I'm doing great. It's Friday. Hal, I don't know. I'm actually surprised you were able to tell the difference between who was me and who was Hal. Well, you talked first. I still can't. <laughs> That's true. That's <laughs> so I'm clearly, I'm clearly the Dale. Right. <laughs> Such a Dale. Such a Dale. Such a Dale. Uh, Ryan, how's your God. week in Star Wars going? It's going great. I love Star Wars. I always win when there's Star Wars. Oh, I like that. That's a good. That's, that's a good take. That's good very optimistic. I like. That. <laughs> yeah, that's someone cute. has to be. Yeah. <laughs> One out of six ain't bad. <laughs> I love. <that. laughs> hey, listen. Maybe. We're gonna have fun. Mm -hmm. By the way, the Jeffries, I uh, get the plugs out. 
Tuesday night live on YouTube. Join YHS for the second annual Jeffrey Toy Awards. Let me tell you what. It's going to be a lot of fun. I, I hope everybody joins us Tuesday. But let's go ahead and get to Jacob Walsh. Jake, Hi. live in the toy room. Hashtag get the plugs out. Get the plugs out. Start saying Monster Island things. No, uh, Jake, how's your week in Star Wars going? My, You know what? My week in Star Wars has is, is been kind of like a, like a microcosm for life. Oh. Okay. Little underwhelming. Little disappointing. <laughs> A little okay. confusing. Taking forever. But also <laughs> moments of uh, genuine happiness and right. excitement, but also of sadness. Okay. And pain. Okay. And I'm ready to talk about it. Cool. Yes. That all sounds good. I will yeah. never be satisfied. The... Uh, Abigail. I just wanted to say that this, I just was kind of bummed out, honestly. By the finale. How was your week in Star Wars? My week? We're not giving opinions yet. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I was just thinking about it. I watched this episode three times. I got up early this morning and I watched some Rebels um, with uh, Dunkin' Donuts that I went out and got. It was nice. Um, I'm very, very sad that this uh, that this show's over, but I'm happy to be talking about it. Jason Grahoski asked me if I have my own Sting, but that is not Sting. That's uh, the other Marcel. one. <laughs> some some other kind of sword. Blame dream. Slam drink. Mm -hmm. It's in the mint in box. It's gonna be auctioned <laughs> off. Just later. never mm -hmm. open it. <laughs> <laughs> you have to start uh, collecting horses wait. if you're a real Lord of the Rings fan. Joseph Mays got multiple deliveries from Tony Taylor slash Crip Creepers. So cool. my week was a okay. Love that. Um, and uh, that's gotta be Kane from <laughs> Ray Cameron. <laughs> Joining us again. Thank you so much, Mister Hal Clay. The the chip to Ryan's Dale. The I'm gonna say the calming presence to Yes <laughs> Have Fun podcast. When Jake, Craig, and Abigail get together, you gotta inject some Hal in there because he keeps the peace. Soothing. He keeps the uh there's just something about this guy that keeps I just everything ride in the back seat. <laughs> just rides in the back seat, <laughs> takes a nap, gets the pizza. Mm -hmm. He's the best. Hal Clay, thank you for joining us, man. Thanks for having me back. Uh, Hal joined us last week. We did some toy hunting before the Jeffries. Oh, yeah, that was fun, uh, and uh, you can see the the fruits of our our labor in the uh, the toy hunt that will be included as part of the Jeffries this year. Uh, so, Hal, I'll, I'll ask you as well. How is your week in Star Wars going? I've been busy. <laughs> what, what what have you been doing? I I made Grogu's <laughs> chainmail shirt. Okay. A little chainmail shirt for Grogu. Okay. Wow. You're cutting out a little bit. Oh, oh sorry. Is that, no, is that, is that a sideshow Grogu or this is that is the Hot, hot Toys? Gotcha. Gotcha. And then I got Yoda's lightsaber showed up. Oh, man. You're doing a lot better than us. So you you're didn't still make choose, is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I choose both. Hal has both. Well, thank you, Hal. Um, let's go ahead and get into this. So. What's the name of this episode? Episode seven. Honor. Um, <laughs> cool. A lot of Star Wars. Doesn't matter. Directed by Robert Rodriguez. Who should never be allowed to direct another. <laughs> Jeez. Okay, wow. we're just that's going oh, in hard. Okay. Right. So let's go ahead and roundtable it. 
Let's go ahead and do it. How many credits, Troy? Let's bring it back. How many credits? Oh, we're bringing back the credits. Well, here's the thing. We never left. We got to talk about this episode uh, uh, as a standalone. And of course, tonight we're going to get into how we feel about the season as a whole and the, 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 the full platter of Boba Fett that we've been offered. Mm -hmm. Um, But Troy, just sticking to now for this episode. What'd you think? I, I think I think that the bones were there for a 10 out of 10 credits. I think that the, it was it it was there, it was teed up, and it could have been a 10 out of 10, but I think this was more like a 6 out of 10. And, and it was sort of the reasoning that I had for not really liking up until episode 4. I mean, I, not even not really liking, but just sort of like not being as enthusiastic about things. And then we get 5 and 6, and I'm like, 10, 10. Those are both 10s. And then we kind of reverted back to where we were. So it's it's kind of that letdown of going back to the. I liked it, but I, I uh, peaks yeah. and valleys. Brian. I'm so mm-hmm. conflicted. I'm mm-hmm. so conflicted. But we'll, we'll I'll get to my opinions. Ryan, I'm giving this eight out of ten uh, because there was so much cool shit in it that I it's hard for me to just completely shit on it. Plus, I'm also very. Uh, I'm also very gracious with my credits. I'm like the Madame Garza of <laughs> of uh, Star Wars reviews. I just fill the helmet up with credits uh, every time. So, <laughs> but you know what I mean, right? Like it's just like there's and just like just like what Troy said too. It was like they had this perfect buildup. All the pieces were there, but there's just a, I have a couple nitpicks. I know the internet's got like tons of nitpicks of things. I'm just like, is that worth nitpicking? That doesn't uh, like but there are man. some things that I'm just like, ah, could we, uh, okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. But I mean, but then there's cool shit. So I mean, like, ah, yeah, it's it's an Tony, abu- it's it's abusive relationship. A little Tony bit. Taylor. Yes. This episode was like the part of the roller coaster where you take off your seatbelt and get off. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, oh my god! You know, you it. you're right. Like that's the yeah. I'll, I'll chime in a little bit and I'll, I'll go to Jake. To me, I agree. There was some really cool stuff, the kind of stuff you've wanted to see in Star Wars your whole life within the context of this episode. In some ways, they built up to this battle, but this felt more like an epilogue because we saw the battle. The battle kind of felt pretty small scale, right? Low like stakes. L- low stakes, small scale. Um, one thing I'll tell you: after years of people saying Boba Fett doesn't do much, or but I love Boba Fett, or you know he's my favorite, or he's not my favorite. Here's what I've come to the conclusion. I want to see Boba Fett flying around and shooting things. That's my favorite version yeah. of Boba Fett. That was pretty cool. Boba yeah. Fett wa- walking around town with his <clears throat> veneers, just <laughs> just smiling at the townspeople. It, there's something weird going on in Book of Boba Fett. We're we're gonna get to the bottom of it tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jake, what what were your thoughts about this episode? Um, you know, if 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 I gotta rank it, if I gotta give it credits out of ten, I'm gonna say maybe a maybe a five um i've literally been saying on this show since the first episode that an army of fish people is not it's not menacing it's low stakes nobody's getting taken out by a faceless army of three foot tall fish it's not happening so most of the ending to me just felt like 
it felt like filler. And it's a really, really bold move to put Luke training Grogu, Ahsoka, that awesome Cobb Vance stuff, introducing Cad Bane, all of that shit in the episode before in one of the one of the best episodes of Star Wars, anything that we've gotten, and then just follow it up with what we got. Rancor was amazing and it was my favorite part, but other than that, it was just kind of boring to me. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Abigail? Yeah, I think something about this episode felt a little bit more like low budget. I don't know if it was because of the less, it felt like the the sets were like pretty tight and there wasn't a lot of like jumping around to locations around the town. Um, felt like Xena. That's what I was thinking. The very end felt very much, and it reminds me yeah. of there's a couple episodes of Star Trek. I wish Trek Xena that, was in this. <laughs> yeah, like oh, that would be cool. That'd be there cool. were That's there were lines, yeah, and some moments that felt like low budget sci-fi, like old sci-fi channel stuff. Which, which I'm I not going to is... say I didn't like any of that, but I do have frustrations with the show overall. I feel like there were a lot of cool characters that were introduced and either killed off quickly or just completely like forgotten or. Um, it just left a little bit loose. Like, what about the Tuscan? What about our dream Tuscan girl? And and what about like all of them? It was sort of a a frustrating thing to not have to not take our time the way that maybe we've been set up with Mando being like the low the slow layering of like Mando not wanting to be a dad and then begrudgingly like falling in love with Grogu and like then having to give him up. That trajectory and that whole story had weight. It felt connected and cohesive and cogent. And this season felt like it had. Like if it was a meal, there were like some really delicious, powerful notes, and then just some like like thoughtless salad thrown in there. Um, the frozen peas. Yeah, that's that's sort of how it felt for yeah. me personally. How how about yourself? What did you think of this episode? After the last two outstanding episodes, this is probably my fourth favorite one. But it's basically a remake of Rio Bravo the old John Wayne movie where they mm-hmm. hole up in a building, people attack them and they have to fight their way out with droids. Yeah. And, and a little bit of, of Butch and Sundance. Sorry, Hal. Yeah. I mean, the, the jetpacks, <sighs> fucking awesome. But yeah, the townspeople totally, you know, oh, they showed up and they... You know, Free town! Fuck, Free town's know, here! Yeah, all 15 of them showed Medium up. Medium speed! Wow. And they still, still somehow fight like, hey, shut up, city girl! Whatever, farm girl. Let's then... get to the high ground and shoot once. <laughs> Let's go be best friends and shoot from the roof. Hey, by the way. I thought they way, were going to make out. So, <laughs> so, okay. I've got to the point, by the way, with the internet where I read stuff and don't even care to check if it's real or completely made up. <laughs> oh, no. So I read yesterday that, uh, oh, what's your, what's the girl on SNL? Is it Was this true or is this fake? Oh, the uh, Heidi yeah, Gardner Chloe. thing? Not Chloe. no, oh, not Chloe Feynman. Chloe, Chloe Feynman. Feynman. Yeah. yeah, I read that Chloe Feynman, who by the way is awesome <laughs> I on love SNL, her, yeah. has been cast as a young Pelimoto for Kenobi. I just went cool, make that real because that sounds cool. <laughs> it's all gonna be on Tatooine. It's more Pelimoto good- for me. Yes, Pelimoto. Ryan Joel wins the best part of this entire With series. In fact, give me a yeah, give me a young Pelimoto Jawa, you know. Something kind of like Jawa Nights or something. Yeah, no, yeah, dude, I want Major yeah. Domo the college years. Him partying <laughs> up in Coruscant, <laughs> <laughs> joining a joining a fr- fraternity. Yeah, 
Doesn't mean he's better than you all. Here's the thing. <laughs> I, I want to start some. Right, right, right. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's like, I was. What does he say? We. I was not a wealthy man by any means. Um, <laughs> I, I want to say a couple of things because I want to I start off with some positives. Things <clears throat> I liked in this episode. The Rancor. Awesome. The CG looked amazing. Rancor. Boba Fett on it. Tearing up the town fighting you know fighting those those extra large droids from phantom menace uh you know the roll droids or whatever it was awesome the visuals were great kind of weird that they introduced this rancor as a calf four or five episodes ago and he said i'm gonna ride that rancor one day and that the we never saw it again until he rode the rancor that's a that's a red flag that there's some there's something weird going on with production here. We've talked about it. Whether it's COVID, whether it's there are rumors out there that Disney was not happy with the direction that Robert Rodriguez was taking it. I don't know. Who that's knows? the rumor every time people don't like something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Kennedy fired. Rodriguez fired over Kathleen Kennedy's mistakes in the last episode of Book of Mama Fett. Yeah, Thanks. sure. I'm not buying into that, but <laughs> we're gonna get into it. There's some weird. There's some weird stuff. There's got to um, be stuff going on, yeah. But love the Rancor. I thought Pelimoto was great in this episode. Her on that rickshaw going through town with Grogu and... Uh, and her pink droids that are all yeah. like... <laughs> yes. been holding thought, their knees and... <laughs> yes. Thought that stuff was good. All the stuff. I can't true. believe they actually copied John Yerkeba's picture, where they're like doing the real Ghostbusters <laughs> oh, Ecto One thing, gosh. where like there's uh, there's Mando on the side of it, and there's Grogu on the other side, and I was I like, oh man, John was gonna be pissed. I cannot <laughs> believe that they ripped off John Yerkeba, or maybe John ripped off them. I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, Kevin says, if Craig doesn't do that fancy mod spin to show off when he pulls a Ewan McGregor autograph, I'll be disappointed. <laughs> Jake was the first person. I think Jake paused the show when the mod did his spin move, went outside and screamed from the rooftop. <laughs> Why did he do that? But it turned- if you're upset no. with pointless spinning in Star Wars, never watch episode three. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's different. It's different though. Like when it when you're in the middle of a battle and there's three people, all these guns aimed at you, and you're first that you're standing, there's no use for that spin. In and it was edited in time. That causes you to get shot. That was the dumbest thing in the episode. <laughs> That's okay. The Wookiee was there to get take all the shots. Yeah, he had his and then to run. absorb all the shots. Yeah. See? Hey, Chris Santon is listen, Chris Santon is the biggest waste of a cool Star Wars character since Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay. Interesting. They Interesting. did him so not fair, honestly. Like Yeah. Especially Yeah, they did him episode. dirty. Yeah. Um, Troy, that's, a, that's a pattern in Star Wars. Yeah, I wanted to go to you on this one, Troy. We talked last week about how you were expecting. It was either last week or the week before, like how you were expecting a like a slow motion uh, Godfather style, like you know, kind of like everybody turning on each other. And we we kind of got that this week, where you know the the different sectors were like. They, you know, they turned on the, you know, turned on the Vespa people, and they turned on Chrysanthemum and, and all that. And but there was something weird about the way it was executed. Like, I, I'm listen. I'm not a director. I, I know when things feel <laughs> off. There's something that felt off about the pacing of this episode, the blocking of this episode. 
Troy, walk me through it. What's going on? I yeah, I just it felt flat, right? Like when when that turn happened, when all of the different districts start turning on the two people that they sent to, which was <laughs> that was the other thing. It's like you sent Kersantan to lock down the spaceport. You sent two Gamorrean guards to lock down the tracks. Yeah. Oh, wait, did they uh, die? Yes. yes. They yeah, died. they went over the Gamorrean. After the only, the only, yeah, the only uh, good guys in the episode to die are the two fucking Gamorrean guards. That nobody one one of the mods got taken out. Yeah, but it right, also, it right. just felt, it felt so like <laughs> Fennec Shand and Boba Fett were not expecting a double cross. They're like, don't worry, Tatooine Debbie Gibson can take care of everything all by herself. Just send her into the town. <laughs> Cherry oh, well, and I they like... put Chrysanthemum in the district where all the people who are racist against Wookiees. Yeah. Just what was that? Hey. Also, they made sure to put Chrysanthemum where nobody's got guns because if they actually, they all, all of the, uh, I forget the, um, the race that he's fighting, but they all pull out knives and it's like, well, of course, they can't have the guns because it's one Wookiee against a bunch of guns and they're saving uh, him. I also love that, um, they also made sure we were prepared for the double cross because they had to put they in the little like uh you know what happened last week on Boba Fett basically they had to make sure they put that like uh, 30 seconds of like you guys are on my side right and everybody's like sure <laughs> and i'm like okay you're showing us Here that because so we know that they're all not on his side come on right <laughs> it was it was, there was some interesting stuff going on and i think that well, wow, people really like the tattooing Debbie Gibson. Mm-hmm. I, I like good stuff hey, there. I think I'm a mod now. <laughs> that's <laughs> Tiffany. That's oh, Tiffany. that's Tiffany. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's Weird Al. I think I'm a clone now. <laughs> but oh, that's episode so, two. Craig, going back to the pacing thing. Not not to go. I like the Debbie Gibson. I, no, I, you're I, good. I, no, 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 you're love good. It. Um, there's there's one shot that that my buddy Jason and I were talking about, and it's the scene where Boba gives his terms to the major domo on the tablet. He's like, "You grab that tablet, and I'm gonna do this." And they take the time to like hold on this wide shot and wait for Boba Fett, poor Tamora Morrison, who can't see out of his helmet, to walk down the steps to the major domo. And you're like, "Do we? Can we? Can we cut to a close up? Can we like?" Can, absolutely not <laughs> yeah that was that was um that was rodriguez being like we're gonna show him he can fucking walk down steps <laughs> <laughs> Any, anyone else noticed the black series helmet at the end oh yeah what well, <laughs> until you pointed it out when, when he's walking down the street carrying it you can see through the t-visor and the black series had that little cross piece at the bottom of the helmets yeah. the hold to keep them from flexing and you can see that little piece in there mm-hmm. cool Cool. Cool. So it's so, canon now. Canon. Go to go to your local GameStop and pick up your Boba Fett canon helmet. While you're there, pick up some spirit uh, ghost traps, and you're just gonna be a you're gonna be a prop collector. You're good to go. You're gonna have your own show on Disney Plus in no time. Uh, <laughs> can't get worse. All of Man, the action. Hit the cynical button. I know. All of the action in this episode. I'm trying to take it back. I like when the I like when the episodes aren't our favorite because that's when that's when we get the best discussions out of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't. I'm dying. Oh my god. Oh uh, yeah. AJ Quick wants everybody to buy shares of GameStop while you're at it. Um, yeah. To the moon. So taking this all back, 
the Mando stuff was pretty cool. Grogu is awesome. Grogu force taming an angry Rancor and then taking a little nap next to him. Adorable. It's adorable. It's cute. You can't like Grogu is the gold. He's the golden Grogu ticket right now. Like putting putting him on screen is like nobody has a problem with it. It's just you just like it. You like the story that's being told with him and Din Jaren. I think it's good stuff. There's something weird that happened in this show. Why did the Rancor all of a sudden become an enemy at the end of the episode? Like, well, I just because his buddy Boba wasn't there. Scorpionix, George. Okay. <laughs> okay. Here's the thing. Let's go all the way back to the first couple episodes of the show. Those first two episodes of Boba Fett. That's a different show than what we got. Yeah. You don't like when you have a narrative that is flashbacks, you don't just drop that and then go for like it, it doesn't make sense. Like the narrative in the first couple episodes telling the story of what happened with him and the Tuscans was really it was powerful. compelling. Yeah, it was, it was very compelling. compelling. Yeah. It was powerful. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling that a lot of this was condensed. Like I, I have a feeling like they had full episodes that were just in the flashback time. Craig, really? Can I bring up one of my nitpicks? Because yeah, this no, goes into what you were saying, because it's like they made a big deal about all these flashbacks. Then they stopped doing flashbacks. So I thought this is where they're going to connect the two. And I honestly thought that dream girl Tuscan was going to pull a Gandalf show up at the sunset with a bunch of other Tuscan Raiders. Yeah. And they yeah. were just going to like team. Cause they, they know who the, the people yeah. of Freetown are, they, you know, all this stuff. So, like, you know, I thought for sure she was going to just show up and lead this charge of Tuscans and just start annihilating fish people and droids. Yeah, Ryan, yeah. I mean, they made such a point of of Boba going, you are one people. You should not be different tribes wandering the Dune Sea. You are two. And there was no payoff. To, I, I was expecting the None. exact same thing. I was like, they're going to be backed yep. into a corner. And then all of a sudden, over the horizon, here come the Tuscans and you, you, Banthas and Dubaks and Rondos. I mean, and yeah. I mean, they made a point. They made a point in those first couple episodes to show how different of a Tuscan she was than the rest of them. And like in that train episode, when she just jumps in the train, she is taking out people in like a professional assassin kind of way. They made a point to show that. But then whenever all the, the Tuscans are dead, they also make a point to not show her body there. And and I mean, I would I would have thought it was a sure bet for her to come back at some point and just... It wasn't even just a sure bet. I think it's something that we can all agree and say that's what we were hoping we were going to get. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Abigail, you, you made some sort of list... Just of everyone that we had to say goodbye to on the show <laughs> after seven, like oh is this like romper room at the end with the magic yeah. mirror <laughs> yeah I mean some of them forever we had to say goodbye to Madame Garza obviously the oh. two uh, two cool looking Twi'leks that are inside of her palace they're gone yep. see ya Cad Bane real fast let's not yeah. not we necessarily should, you don't think so all right nope. we should talk about it. Let's talk because that was like a. <laughs> Can he survive a, a stabbing through the a, fucking through the heart, heart? By a, yeah, the yeah. Who says his heart's right there? Yeah, Come well, on. that, but he's heavily <laughs> modified in the Clone Wars to survive fighting Jedi. And in this one, he has little blue, his chest things not beeping until after he gets stabbed and starts pulsing like a heart. Mm-hmm. So it's like a secondary heart kicking in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, does so he may not, not know that? 
I hope he's not because I liked him and I and I, I feel like, like I love Ted Bates. Yeah, I that's like what him. I felt. That was another build up with like a here's super my issue. The, anticlimactic. The, the duel that they have should have felt much more uh, important, and, and I think obviously if you have the history of watching the Clone Wars and and watching the animated shows, you you know more about their history with each other and watching deleted scenes and watching yeah. <laughs> deleted scenes. But here's the deal. <laughs> Why wait till the sixth episode to introduce Cad Bane? Why not do that in the second episode? That way, when the You're hate finally, finally mm-hmm. faces off, the first off, episode should have been Cad Bane, right? Well, well, that way, when they finally face off in that seventh episode within the the arc of of this season, maybe maybe it feels more impactful. Maybe it feels bigger. And like also the thing with with the gaffy stick. Uh, you know, Boba having it like it didn't. I think that's supposed to call back to like episode two with like his training and stuff, but like it just didn't. Like Troy said, it just fell flat. It was like, yeah. oh, okay, yeah, it didn't okay. connect. We like, should have been crying. I, yeah, I, because when he killed him with that gaffy stick, he should have turned around and just started making out with the tusks. <laughs> it feels like when Cad Bane turns the corner, he's just like, I'm walking towards my death at this point. Like, because you yeah. you see it coming, and it's then when it's acted out, it it's there's no surprises and. It, it yeah. doesn't feel as earned as Cad Bane is a cool character he, like that. He he Cad Bane's really good at walking in slow motion. And <laughs> yeah. um, I I get that he's in the cartoons and, and he does have a like a, a big history with Boba Fett, and I think that's cool. They brought him in, but seven I, I would say 75%, that might be a big number, but I feel like 70 75% of people um, or just watching the live action stuff, and they're not watching the cartoons. So even oh, dude, though I would give it a higher percent, but, yeah, but maybe they're, they're currently googling trying to figure out who this blue guy is. Right, but it's just yeah. like it's not as impactful for the people. You, you can't. It's not that I would never. I know that they're canon. I wouldn't say they don't count because they are canon. But it's like most of your audience is not watching. But here's the thing: I think with I think when when Cad Bane showed up last week, it was a lot like when Ahsoka showed up where even if you don't know the history there and haven't watched the shows, you felt there was like a presence there. Yeah. They kind of knocked him down a couple pegs immediately this week. Like he kind of lost the way they introduced him was like, Holy, it felt like, like the man in black from Stephen King's incredible book, the gunslinger, the one I read and, uh, when they're in the (laughs) desert and stuff. And, uh, I'm just saying, no, I'm not even joking. Like, he, there was a weight to that character, and yeah. a lot. I feel like they had to wrap up a lot. Clearly, they're bridge. A couple people brought it up to the chat in the chat. They're they're bridging to get to Mando season three, and I've yeah. I've got conflicted feelings about Grogu being back with Mando. Yes, so quickly. Like, yeah. yeah. So Why do we have to take the boat train to get there to get to Tad going into season three? You know, the choice that would have been the biggest hook they could have had. Yeah, why didn't they? Grogu did not need to be in this episode. No. Well, you, you, I think you mentioned before, Craig, that it, you, you felt like all, you know, that Boba Fett as a show was kind of rushed and maybe originally, maybe originally, like a lot of this was just Mandalorian season three because doesn't it make sense? if you had Mandalorian season three, that they would not reunite until the last episode of the, you know what I mean? Like that'd be the big thing. It's definitely weird that they just like got it it out of the way. The problem is though, last week felt like 
episode one of season three of The Mandalorian, right? That's what it yep. felt like. And it was perfect. It was perfectly executed. Mm-hmm. This, when he finally gets with Grogu, it wasn't as impactful as I wanted it to be because it didn't feel as earned because it, last week was R2 just flew him back. Yeah. <laughs> just dropped him and, off. And the reunion is, hey, buddy. Yeah, and they're they're off yeah. and running. Like, yeah, this is ready I, yeah. to roll. What about I like Grogu that Pele Moto is the emergency contact for Grogu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Grogu. I mean, what a terrible I, name. I definitely feel like that isn't done. Like, there's got to be more to Grogu's sure. force training or whatever. Like, you can't. I, I feel like you can't um, tease <laughs> Grogu having Luke Skywalker or uh, Yoda's lightsaber. And then just being like, nah, here, right. go home. Like, it, we'll see that at some point. There'll be, right. it almost feels like, I, I was kind of even thinking that after the whole Rancor scene happened, that maybe Din would would be like, whoa, this kid needs that train. Like, he's, look how powerful he, you know, maybe he would almost have a little bit of a change of heart after seeing the kind of stuff he could do, but. I don't know. I guess we'll see. <laughs> I mean, I think you're right. I think Din's going to go back to Luke and say, "You have to keep training him." And Luke's going to be maybe all there'll be an accident him. or something. Maybe maybe there'll be some sort of uh, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, Din dies season three. It's <laughs> not what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> um. So so yeah, like a lot, a lot of this kind of goes into to the disjointedness of, of the show that I'm feeling, but let, let's round table a little bit. Like Ryan, what, what was some of the stuff you liked about this episode? Uh, just like Jake, I love the, love the rancor, but the, the rancor looked great. And again, when you're doing a lot of these characters that we first see established as like practical puppets, like, like a huts and rancors, they always look better. It doesn't even matter if it was 1983 or whatever it was right like it's 40 some years ago and yet somehow those still always look better but this one still looked really 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 good uh and the vfx team did uh an amazing job on that shout out to my boy dave seeger who's the vfx soup uh on this episode so yeah yeah i'm gonna be a little nicer because i know who did it (laughs) (laughs) but uh you know i really did enjoy that last fight i liked seeing uh you know uh fennec shand do like freaking ninja stuff kid. at the that she the mayor's the mayor. Hey, yeah. why didn't she do that in the first place? <laughs> yeah. Why didn't she do that in the first episode? But as much as I love that, it still was weird to me because they just did this weird fade to black. Like she kills the room and they do yeah. this really awkward because fade to black when it's yeah, supposed because... to be like a side wipe to the next scene. But anyways, yeah, that's that's right. a that's a that's a nitpick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, but, Jake, what did you like about this episode? The rancor. <laughs> I mean, it like, did look great. I, I, I mean, it, there there is some weirdness with the fact that you know you you saw the rancor episodes ago and then they just jumped back to it. Whatever. It was still. It looked amazing. It was scary. It was cool to see. It was cool to see like the way a rancor moves and jumps around and like you know in the yeah. old film you don't really it just does this and its mouth opens but uh. I like the the King Kong scene. It's climbing and like eating people. Uh, everything with the Rancor, and it made me wonder um, something. Uh, you know, you know, they they talk about the the Mandalorian like uh, prophecy about uh, the Mandalorian that rides the great Mythosaur. But then 
But then um, the armorer says that the mythosaur doesn't exist. But then you got Boba Fett riding a rancor. And I wonder if like, if they go further with Boba Fett, that if, if him riding the rancor, rancor will be kind of be like, you know, oh, he's the one who rode the mythosaur. You know, like if, if, if that has some sort of significance in the Mandalorian lore that he's the one who, you know, trained the giant beast or whatatever. Okay. Yeah. I mean, maybe. Did I just make all that up? No, no. I mean, <laughs> no, you know, I actually like that. <laughs> no, and I think, like, the thing that, um, Abby, I'll go to you next. What I learned about this series is not everybody needs their own series. Like, <laughs> I think Boba Fett is best served yeah. as, as a side character. Cool armor, fucking shit up, hunting people down. He's like the Ben Affleck of Star Wars. He's never hey, good as hey, the main hey, character, hey. he's always good as, like, a supporting <laughs> character. Ooh. Yeah, and wow. it felt weird to be like on a series watching him, and then it's like you're dating or just like getting to know Boba Fett to get to Mando, and it just I, it feels weird. I love that we're dating <laughs> Boba Fett just so we can get a piece of his buddy Mando. Yeah, love so you can hang out, maybe you know him, exchange numbers. Like when Mando showed up, the world collectively went, "Oh, yes, cool." Good. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, and I like if you were asking a favorite part of the episode, yeah. I like seeing Mando and I love seeing Grogu back. Um, I'm a sucker for when that music starts to play the little chimes. Yeah, it's um, awesome. Yeah, so that was that was fun. Um, but God, I I get I get to to things that upset me. Like the <laughs> Rancor was really cool to see. Um, it just felt like I I seeing it pissed me off because I was like, wait, I wanted to see more training and bonding between Boba and this this huge creature because that could have been very cool because that's the whole yeah. fucking thing because the whole yeah. fucking point of the first two episodes you're, you're like oh cool i'm gonna watch you know <laughs> a bond the first two episodes of this show were all about how hey boba fett was a loner and he was a and he lost his dad and he's been alone and he's been confused and he get him a puppy he found his tribe and he found these people and he trained with them and he learned what it was like to be part of a tribe and to have a family and then you introduce this rancor and he bonds with it and it, like i completely agree with you and then you just don't fuck these vespas first of all i don't care everybody's right everybody's right like seriously fuck these vespas. sometimes in star wars there's just shit that's not great if you needed to introduce the mod parlor to explain Fennec Shan and bring back Cobb Vanth, but you didn't. You maybe you didn't, but that's fine. <laughs> but like, it feels like I'm just gonna go there. Please do it. Feels like Junior Ghostbusters. It feels like the Neutrinos. It feels like you know the BK Kids Club. It's just weird. Doesn't make feels sense. like Poochie. It Everybody does, keeps calling Poochie. It does feel like I say as I wear my backward hat. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I say that as I say, Brian Flynn at Super Seven. Please get these Super Seven Ultimate Simpsons figures in my hands. <laughs> I'm sick of me. You know what? I was is I was, ha was happy to see the Ray Corps, but I've been mad about the I'm so mad at Hasbro right now. I'm so bad. I do love that Pelimoto was ready to eat the Rancor. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's still yeah. alive. So I guess we're not eating. I was down for a barbecue. <laughs> I just couldn't believe that, like, the very last scene before you, like, cut to Grogu and Mando up in space doing the jump, like, I think the last line is, um, whatever her name is, Dash or Dre or something, the, the no, female. Dash. Dash? Okay. 
Well, Dash. it's like the la- she has the last line. She's like, aren't you going to share Chrysanthemum? And you're like, how is that? How did you have that at the end of this? I don't remember that. The wrap up. Yeah, it's a, it was it's like, like the end of a hand. Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah, yeah. she's like, aren't you going to share that? I'm surprised it wasn't a PSA. <laughs> you know what? Give me a PSA with the mods at the end. Tell everybody not to do spice. Can we make some? <laughs> yeah. How I would love to do that. How is the biggest Star Wars fan I've ever met in my life, and you know more than anybody. So, mm-hmm. how's been waiting for Boba Fett in this some sort of uh, you know expanded way? Did 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 this show deliver for you? Overall, no. <laughs> oh. I mean, there was, there was like episode two, loved it. Then we go into, you know, doldrums of three and four. And then we five and six are amazing. And then this thing. Yeah. But Boba Fett, we're using the jetpack to slide around fighting the droids. was amazing. I love that part. Yeah. I, I thought the battle was okay. Like I, I didn't have, I mean, I know Abby, you I brought up. No, I won't say the battle was okay. <laughs> I thought it, fighting the droids. The battles was people standing in the middle of the street shooting at each other, not having any cover, and nobody dying. <laughs> yeah. For the fish Somebody, and then continuing to shoot at those huge droids, like, even though it was impenetrable. We like, can't get through the shields. Keep shooting. Do something else, man. <laughs> somebody, somebody, I don't know. Why the rancor? I think it was. Out. I think it was Flash earlier said that it felt like a Wild West stunt show. I mean, it kind of, it kind of did. I, it kind of feels like you're at six. Yes, I kept bit. wanting to say the action felt like a stunt show, like through the whole thing, like. Wallace man hits the the barrel of water just like a stunt show. Like that looked yeah. like yes. yeah. <laughs> oh, remember very violent too. Remember, like for the first six episodes, we were all like, "Okay, so who's who's commanding the Pikes? Like who who's it going to be?" No, and you then were. we all were. Right. Right. You know, <laughs> we all were. And then and then it, and then this episode just cuts to a scene with uh, um. A pike in the mayor, and they're just like, well, "What do we do now?" And it's like, "What? It's we did it all." Mayor the whole time. It was. Like, yeah. Okay. Festo shows up. He's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> "Um, I have a couple theories about Black Crescenton. I, I, I think he's really cool looking. I think he's pretty beastly. Look at his face when they do close-ups." He he's he's a couple pit droids short of a Pelimoto garage shop. Okay? <laughs> he's he's he, there's something he's not all there. Yeah, he's a skank of the scud pie. Uh, I'm just like every time they look at him, he's just like like think about it. We talked about it. It's with all those Trandoshans dogpile him that you're just like, oh like listen, God. listen. <laughs> See, I was. Oh, go ahead. We talked about it, and I, I want to. I had a really funny conversation with my buddy Trevor, uh, Trevor Zambit from NECA. He brought it up again, and I haven't thought about it since it happened. But that episode where they let Chrysanthemum go free, he <laughs> lightly starts jogging off screen. That's it's, a microcosm. It's like, why? <laughs> <laughs> That's all he does, though. He Was either it? runs away or he limps. And when we finally got, even when they pulled out the knives, like all the lizards, and they're like, they're getting ready to fight. I was, I actually honestly thought for one hot minute we were gonna get like him punching the face 
<laughs> right. off of a transocean oh, and like mm. tearing a limb off, off. <clears throat> yes. and beating the snot out of them with it and like after this amazing. whole big thing of like you're like this great amazing fighter in the pits mm-hmm. of it's... blah 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 and all of a sudden we got like what he, I'm he just punched like... one dude in the face and yeah. like, he I keep thinking back to the episode where the huts show up, you know, and you're like, first of all, you're like, oh my, oh my God, there's huts. There's two of them. Mm-hmm. And then whenever they're, when they first introduce Chris Sanson, the way they do, the way he walks into, into frame, I remember I was just like, what the fuck is, because mm-hmm. he looked, it's all presented in such a like, bad, he just looks like such a, you're just like, oh my God, this guy. Boba Fett's gonna have to fight this guy, and then it's like, nah. You, hey, you know what? No, he's not. Nobody is. <laughs> yeah. He's just gonna be standing there the whole time. And when yeah. Boba Fett does fight him, it's gonna be in his gotch when he got out of the bathtub. <laughs> yeah, I was literally. <laughs> but, but even then, Boba Fett fought him first. It was mostly the Gamorrean guards and Fennec. You know what I mean? Like in, Boba in the mods. Yes. Him from in the mods. The mods. Yeah. Well, the yeah. mods just like circled around him. And you know what, though? Yeah, but there was no like earning. They spun around. They literally (laughs) spun around. (laughs) (laughs) They got one back. Maybe, maybe part of the mods, like maybe he has a little spring. He's like, the only way, or no, you know, there's certain people who can't turn left. Maybe he can only shoot if he does a spin first. It's like a, it's like an anxiety he has. (laughs) Just pull the trigger. I I gotta do my spin first. Okay. Um. I love that. But this is how fun is this? Let's go to the <laughs> chat. I'm buying all the toys if they make them. Brinkley Studios, Mr. Mitchell Brinkley. In the last episode, there was a moment in the shootout where the mods have to help uh, BC up, and you can because see because Black Santon, Black Santon, and you can not British Columbia see the right foot band in inward as if the actor's foot came out of the boot. Okay, that's very <laughs> funny. I didn't notice that. Um, John Yurkaba, so much of the show was all talk and no follow through in a lot of ways. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, that's what I was saying at the end of the episode when you see Black Chrysanthemum getting the uh, the fruit and like not sharing it. You're like, wasn't he just trying to kill yeah. Boba Fett very recently? Like, there's no earned trust. There's no like process of like breaking there's down. There's a lot of weird decisions. Com- finding common yeah. ground. I mean, yes. Remember that episode rushed, where Boba rushed. Fett uh, got into his ship? <laughs> whatever the ship's called now he got the slave one and Fire spray. Fire spray. It, it immediately was like i'm going back to the sarlacc pit i'm gonna find my armor and Phoenix. Like, oh i don't care what it. anyone says i love that that's my was, star tour scene i love it it would no it was cool but i don't know if it made sense yeah. ryan it ryan it's really funny that you say you're gonna buy all the toys they make of him because I just hope you remember that three years from now when they finally do make Book of Boba Fett toys. Three. That's optimistic. Don't, Dude. I, that's yeah, you know. I, can't, I can't. I can't. Um, I can't wait till five years from now when they do Lady Tuscan and like we don't care anymore about that. Character. Oh, no, we'll still care. Oh, they're going to bring her back. Yeah. They're going to bring her back and then we'll uh, bring her back in Robocomp. Pa- Pablo Hidalgo's going to tweet about <laughs> Robocomp. How- Robocop. <laughs> oh, please make Think it through. <laughs> Think it through. Dead <laughs> or alive, you are coming with me. <laughs> Citizens of Freetown. Um, <laughs> uh, Troy. Yes, sir. You, you, you've been watching Star Wars a long time. You, you're a fan. There's always these moments in Star Wars where things, like, Jake, you've said this so much too. Like, we know how good it can be when it's all clicking. And, like, 
let's face it, that Dave Filoni episode was just uh, one week ago. Everything was clear. It was a week ago. Fine. Yeah. yeah, it was a week ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, is this a is this a Rodriguez thing? Is this a hey, we can't fully commit to season three of Mando yet, but we got to do something? Is this just is this a kit bash of a show? Because uh, there, there, there's maybe. no to me. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's it's tough because there are so many things that we all like. There are are, are things in this episode that we all like. Um, one of my favorite things in this episode is the the Butch and Sundance moment where they're holed up in the sanctuary husk, and they're talking about, well, if we're gonna go out, we're gonna go out shooting. This is the way. Let's go. And I was like, oh man, this is gonna be great. Like this is their last stand, and they're gonna go out there and they're gonna face the the army by themselves. Um, would have been a great moment. And then all of these things derail that moment. You lose that tension that you've built up to the point where, I mean, the major domo moment was great, but it was sort of a weird choice. And then the other thing too, that when you sit and you realize, I think AJ in the chat brought it up. It's like Boba wants to go back to Jabba's palace. It's a fortress. It is completely defensible. It is the best place for him to be if he's about to be under siege by all of this army. And then all of a sudden, the mods say, if you love Mos Espa, you're staying here. Like, everybody goes, like, Tatooine strong on him out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And, and you're like... Mm-hmm. That's a shirt. Tatooine oh, strong. strong. These, these mods hated Tatooine a week ago. They, yeah. they couldn't yeah. get water. They hated the water baron. All They were just kind of punk rock, pissed off kids. Yeah. And all of a sudden, they've got all of this pride. And then now they got school spirit. Yeah, and they're all like, Tatooine! You're like, since when did Tatooine become so desirable for all of these people to fight for it? Um, yeah, They went from rebel bad kids to the Dead Poet Society and like... It was... <laughs> it, it, it just mm-hmm. dead, and the I think, dead Mod Society. Yeah, like... Make I, a I last think stand, that, yeah. Like, I think you guys have said it, it felt condensed. It felt, um, you know, maybe that they had to kind of figure out ways to tie things together because they thought this would go on more episodes. I don't know. I mean, again, I have no idea what happened, but it's uh, it's it's just so tough because the last two episodes were so good. They were just so I can't good. wait for the documentary that comes out after. All good. Did we place our bet shot on what bionic upgrade Cobb Vanth is getting? Well, I know. I know what I, I mean. He doesn't need that upgraded. <laughs> the few times that I watched it, it looks pretty evident that he gets shot in he the gets shoulder. Shot in the shoulder. Yeah, I have yeah. no That's idea. That's what I was thinking. Shoulder. I have no clue why a shoulder shot takes him out so hardcore that he needs a fucking mod. Better go mod that rancor. Got shot in the shoulder. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wanna- I'm going to be honest with you guys. It took me three rewinds to see that that was Cobb Vanth. Like the way that the, that that shot was set up, you kind of see him in profile and you see his gray hair mm-hmm. and it, it kind of didn't look like him. Yeah. But the focus is on uh, uh, what's his name? The, the mod parlor. The, guy, worst the, character. Yeah. Yeah. the worst character in the entire show. Yeah. That guy. So if, if, if the, if the moment there is, Hey, we've got. We're showing you that this person is alive. Wouldn't you end on the person that's alive so that I know that again, Troy? Why not the badass yes, modern? You, you would think. Mm-hmm. And yeah. also, you know, I was saying the Cad Bane thing earlier about how she should brought them in earlier, or they should have brought Cad Bane earlier. Would the would the people of Freetown show up? 
Who cares? I don't. I just met them. <laughs> it looks like they're in a parade in like a slow moving. Um, you know, okay. The I one care. The one care. The only character you know from Freetown, other than Cobb Vanth, is the bartender who's like, "Fuck you, Boba. We ain't coming." And now it's like, yeah. "We're Star here." Wars, mm-hmm. There's, there's Star Wars has this issue, right? Sometimes Star Wars moments are the greatest things you've ever seen in your life, and it, it's emotional and memorable. And, you know, you think about Luke showing up last year. If you think about Ahsoka showing up last year, you think about, you know, even just the crate dragon, think about the crate dragon and think about, or even like this year, like episode two of this year, the, the last scene with the, the tribal uh, dance with, with Boba and all, you know, all the Tuscans, like those are moments. Sometimes star Wars. Okay. I, I don't want to talk sequel trilogy, but I got to, Oh, Episode nine. Here we go. I thought yeah. about it. Hold on. Time. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Trilogy moment of the week brought to it's, you by Craig Goldberg. <laughs> here we it's go. It's time. Uh, I, by the way, today's sequel trilogy moment of the week is brought to you by uh, Landoscaped. It's the new uh, Manscaped <laughs> Lando Calrissian level four. <laughs> Comes, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> Episode nine. The the final order. What is that? They just made it up on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm supposed to care about it, but they're just, just saying, okay, cool. I'll take your word for it. Nobody's showing up. Everybody's showing up. Ships from all over the galaxy. Mm-hmm. Who are these people? Who cares? Where's the buildup? That was they wanted that to be the on your left moment from the end game. And it it it, it you know, it was a skank of the scud pie. Okay. Let's just put it out there. <laughs> and I felt like this was a much tinier version of that, of like we're we're backed in the corner. Everybody turned yeah. on us. The people of Freetown are here in a slow moving hover tank through the streets of Los <laughs> Yes, like, like when they have that last stand. I think you're specifically referencing like when there's the two uh, Soapy T and then whoever like there's a, a village person who's from a Los <laughs> I love to, that you know a, some oh, of the names. They do a gun switch and it, it feels very much like that force moment. The droid the... shield which does nothing. Yeah, I know. I'm like, can we stop shooting at the shield? Literally, it's not doing yeah. shit. We got a new and on top. Of that, that the, the the woman from Freetown that she all of a sudden became like boyfriend girlfriend with yeah she's like w- the last time we, we even saw met. her was in that episode where Cobb Vanth is like okay gather the town first get inside <laughs> now gather the town I need all the fighters she's Not working on a speeder or a swoop yeah mm-hmm. right like so mm-hmm. I mean whatever uh <laughs> God, this is. So We're gonna get awesome. a play set of just a wall to hide behind. I, I wonder if, like, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we were talking. You were talking earlier about how it, it the the show feels like a kit bash of maybe two or three other shows or ideas. It almost feels like once you know when Mandalorian was coming out, like we were all excited about it. It was gonna be the first live action Star Wars TV. But when when I heard it was going to be about a Mandalorian, I was like, oh, well, I don't I don't I have no expectations for this. I don't care what it is. I don't I have no I don't care about Mandalorians. I just did not care. And and it's like when it's something new like that and, and there there's not like expectations about it. It ended up being like one of the best things ever. And Dave Filoni ended up being kind of like a savior to Star Wars in a, in a weird Again. time. And then, yeah. it feel, and then it feels like now that Mandalorian season one and two were done and they're going to do more. Now it's this big, wide, popular thing. And now it's like, oh, now you got actors who are going to start being 
a little whatever over it. Maybe there's pull from Disney or other executives. It's like now that it's something everybody loves, we have to control what it does. And then you end up getting a weird show. You end up getting like a weird show where you end up getting homogenized everywhere. How are we feeling about Kenobi? I'm excited. I'm, I'm still I'm still I'm excited. excited about Kenobi. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I'm super, excited, but yeah, like yeah. I'm holding up for that. I mean, I we're think... not going to know until it hits. Well, and the thing with Kenobi is Kenobi is a character that we know and we've spent time with, and we have like we have expectations for what Kenobi is going to be, but we know Kenobi well enough to to like to, to quantify those expectations. I think with Boba Fett, kind of what you were saying, Jake, like he's a character we don't really he's he's the mystery man, he's the man with no name, he's the harmonica man. Uh, he's the you know, king Charles of Bronson's. headcanon. Yeah. So, so once he shows up and you start imprinting something upon him, anybody's headcanon is now invalidated. And so, you know, for all of us who thought, oh, he's hunted uh, Jedi, that's why he's got all of their their Padawan braids, or he used to hunt Wookies, and that's why he's got Wookies braids. Fist fight Wookies and beat. And yeah, he used to. And but now all of a sudden he's this hero, and they're imprinting upon him that he wants to be, you know, the the. the he's gone uh, into politics. Benevolent king. Yeah, it's. Mm-hmm. Well, there's it's no not way. What expected, but Kenobi yeah. doesn't have that. Like Kenobi, we know who he is, why he's doing what he's doing, um, and when we catch up with him, we're going to have that background to to go into. I just realized that Boba Fett is the Star Wars equivalent to Jesse Ventura. <laughs> okay. He does all this. Well, let cool me tell shit. you this. Let me tell you this, Boba Fett. Um, <laughs> here's the deal. Here's the deal. <laughs> listen here, Din. Listen, listen. <laughs> My issue is that I agree with everything you just said, Troy, and, mm-hmm. and he is the king of headcanon. When they debuted him on The Mandalorian and he showed up in Tuscan robes and he was waving around that gaffy stick, just beheading stormtroopers, everybody, even Jacob Walsh, the person who I've known yep. for seven years, has been telling me how shit, how much of a piece of shit Boba Fett is. Even true. Jake Walsh was Still humbled, true. much like I am when I stand at the seashore by the ocean. I'm humbled. <laughs> like I talked about our YHS last week. Jake was humbled. No, Jake, you, we all we all went, whoa, this is a version of Boba Fett we've never even imagined before. We can't wait to learn more. And then the beginning of this season, we started to learn more, and it was like, wow. He was trained by these Tuscans, and he's a now... He's all he's a bounty hunter, but he's also this Tuscan warrior. And he went through this, uh, uh, you know, Native American like dance, yes, <laughs> spiritual <laughs> journey. And then the second half of the season, he just walks around town with his helmet, like that's yeah. most of his scenes. So it's like they yeah. made they actually achieved the thing they went out for was like, let's make him more than he's ever been and let's elevate him. And then I'm just going to put it out here. As funny as it was, the 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 book of bath to tank, the the underwear scene with him sliding around like a <laughs> sloppy fish sandwich, it didn't do any favors for his badassness. And then like we all know, the guy who attacked him, like I said earlier, He's a little off too. So, like, something happened a couple well, episodes you, in where well, everything just got to switch. Well, I, I said, I think I said it a couple episodes back that you can't, they already made The Mandalorian. 
Like the Mandalorian exists. You can't make Boba Fett. You can't do the Mandalorian, two seasons of the Mandalorian, and then do a season of Boba Fett. And what all of the you know people who love Boba Fett wanted to see badass Boba Fett doing a bunch of you know uh, cool and job exciting things and shit like that. You can't do that because you just had a Mandalorian yeah, do all that stuff. You can't watch that again. And also, Disney, Star Wars, whatever. You're not going to watch them. You're never going to see like a main show or movie where your your main character is a villain. A hundred percent, they're getting, uh, you know, they're 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 turning face like a hundred percent, no matter what. So like, I, I'm just going to get out like, of- mad about that. It's like, what, Craig? Doing an anti-hero thing is is tough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's Craig? I doing? think I, I think there's an issue. I think there's I think you see it with Hasbro Star Wars. There are there is a push and pull at Disney. Don't I'm not a YouTube like person. I'm gonna do this clickbait. I'm not gonna title this episode. Hey, I'm sorry, but you are a YouTube person. Yeah, but what I'm saying TikTok, is these the are name, the Craig conspiracies. The name of this episode, well, it might be for clicks, but it's not going to be what Disney really thinks of Boba Fett. <laughs> but I think there is a push and pull. We've heard we've heard rumblings. I think there's an original trilogy versus moving the story forward. Uh, there, there's issues at Disney. I, I really do that. I don't think they want. I I would not be. You know, we've heard this stuff. I would not be surprised if there are high powered people in the story group at Disney or at Lucasfilm who are who do not like the Luke Skywalker stuff. Oh they're, yeah, they're bummed about it. Right, the Mandalorian being a success is incredible, and I do agree that you can't just do that with Boba Fett. But some, I'm trying to get to the bottom of it. Something happened. Something, and it don't. I don't want to hear COVID. They've been shooting movies under COVID for two years now. It's not just COVID. Can't just blame everything on COVID for the rest of eternity. Hasbro stuff. Now you're n- now you're a YouTube person. Now I'm a YouTuber. <laughs> <laughs> you can't blame like plot holes. <laughs> right. It's like there's a missing episode. COVID. Mm-hmm. It is. It feels like there's two missing episodes. Yeah. And it feels like the the threat should have been introduced much earlier. It should have been stronger. Cad Bane should have been earlier. Why did they save Cad Bane and Luke in a so why did that all that happen at one episode? It was great, but sprinkle it. I don't even know where I'm going with any of this. I just, I'm frustrated. I just, I'm just, the structure of the show was strange. It's like, it's worth mentioning. It really affected the, my enjoyment level of the show. (laughs) Oh, God. Hey, before the chat, I I know it's about to happen to the chat. Everybody be nice. I can see it's coming already. Anyways, let's, (laughs) let's move on. Um, (laughs) I, I have issues with this show, but then, I have that flip side thing where I go, I know what it was like 2005 to 2015. We went 10 years with no Star Wars live action. I kind of like having it. Yeah, yeah. I like having now we it get a lot. Pelimoto spitting a tooth, and I'm here for it. <laughs> yep. I mean, we're, we're all, I mean, we're sitting here and kind of nitpicking and complaining. And yeah, maybe the show was weird, but there still were like a lot of great stuff in it. And I think. Yeah. If if I were gonna if I were gonna write every you know seven episodes down and and I, I think there's four good episodes you know to three not so good episodes and sadly the finale is one of the not so good episodes but um, 
there's still some great stuff here and everything up, you know, the, all the Mandalorian stuff has been so good that I'm not like, it doesn't like, you know, make me nervous for the next show. I'm still right. just as excited for the next. It's just, it's just that those it's I think it's the Vespa kids. The Vespa kids all feel like they live, you know, in Mario Brothers movie, all the like the, the good people have to like go underground. Yeah. That's where the Vespa kids are down there. They live in their Morlocks. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh I just yeah, I don't know. It's not because I look I love new care. I want yeah. new characters. I like new characters. I like I grounded characters that are anchored with those like, kids should be grounded. A Get off the streets of Wow. Get a job. Old Craig yelling at a cloud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's me. <laughs> um, all right, well, now, jobs. That we, now that we've covered what we liked about this episode, um, <laughs> I think we Kevin. got Grunberged. Mm-hmm. I like that from Mr. Mm-hmm. Kevin. Um, R.I.P. Snaps. Oh, did he die? <laughs> yeah. Did he die yeah. Oh, yeah. Battle like of big time. Final order? We cheered. Can we talk? You would think Captain America caught the hammer. That's how hard we cheat. (laughs) (laughs) Craig Grubberg dies. Audience reactions. Hey, you know what's weird? One thing that's weird to me about this whole show. Sorry. uh, No, please. The the scene, the the book end of the last episode with Cobb Vance. talking to the Pike syndicate in the beginning and then talking to Cad Bane at the end, the, the, the writing there, like what there's did that, did those two scenes not feel like they were out of a Quentin Tarantino movie? Like that's what I want more of is that like that scene where he's going to shoot the Pike. That is the most tense thing that happens in the entire book of Boba Fett. Think it through. (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's the it's yeah, the it might be the best scene in the season well i listen that's the robert rodriguez stuff too right like no about, oh the last that was baloney yeah but Rod- rodriguez was still the showrunner like i mean supposedly i don't know Catholic but, I, I, but jake's right that i still think about that banter back and forth with the pikes and stuff too where he's just like the pikes are like that. Costs more than the town. Well, maybe I'll retire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Like, I, I just that. Yeah. I want to see more of that as far as a show or whatever. Like you, you, you get people who it's weird. Like there's like you were saying, you hear that side of people that only want sequel. You know, push forward. Then you you got people like I like I love Luke. I want to see more Luke all the time. But like scenes like that with Cobb Vanth is what makes me feel like oh, I. Cobb Vanth is now my Star Wars. So let's here's here's what you do with Cobb Vanth. Give him a Star Wars spinoff. Get him off Tatooine. Put him on another planet, and let it just be kind of a a, an isolated standalone thing where he's the new marshal on this planet, and it's a town, and it's just all self-contained with whatever's going on. They I'm can't like their first screen. I, I'm describing Deadwood, but yeah. I was gonna say you just pitched me Deadwood, and I'm yeah. into it. They had that show. They canceled it. Yeah, but, now, but what if it all takes place in that bar, and it's more like Cheers? <laughs> wow. Oh, dude. Yes, I'm oh. okay with that. <laughs> so he's just great. I, Cobb Vanth is an awesome character. 
He's had very limited screen time and he just owns the screen. He chews the scenes. But you yeah. know what, though? I think that's good. I think we need more side characters like that where we can. Again, I, th- I still think it's important that us as fans get to use our imagination a little bit and that we don't have to have everything spelled out to a T. And I think it's kind of nice to have a character who's that good and that beloved that we get those little like dashes of him here, dashes of him there, and then it feels special. Yeah, it doesn't I, need to be like my my point wasn't that oh everything needs to be Cobb Vanth. It's just that everything mm. should be as well written and acted as those tiny little fucking scenes were. It's like right, that's it's what important. Star Wars should feel like or I don't know. yeah, that's what good storytelling feels like. Yeah, you know, some uh, Randallorian uh, said this. Uh, this is interesting. Uh, I wonder, as we enter the new series st- style of Star Wars and still filling this out, maybe Boba was a safe play, pumped for Andor. Um, I'm very excited for Andor, too. And I, I know it was a long time ago, but they built some massive sets for that show. Um, obviously, I'm sure they'll still use the uh, what's it called? The volume, you know, for the for the yeah. digital backgrounds yeah. and stuff. But but I have a feeling in the way that Rogue One was just like this really refreshing, like wow, this is kind of, this kind of Star Wars I always imagined. I think we're going to get more of that in Andor. Uh, he's a character I like a lot. It's always weird with prequel stuff. Not Star Wars prequels, but just prequels in general where you know the fate of the character. Sometimes that can kind of work against the, the show because it can make the stakes feel lower. Uh, but I'm excited about that show. I really am. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but yeah. I, I agree with Kat here. There needs to be less shows overall and more story in one show. There you go. More meat on the bone. Hey, how about a Star Wars movie? That'd be interesting. Well, are they going to do one of those? No. No more? No more Star Wars movies? <laughs> Don't need them. Series are better. No, I want Fan First Friday. No. What's it called? That's something completely different, what? Craig. No, no. What's the thing where, when a new movie comes out and all the toys come out at midnight? Midnight Madness. Yeah, I want Midnight Madness. Mm. Triple Force Friday. Triple Force, yeah. I'll never forget. Let me <laughs> let me yeah. regale let me regale the audience real quick with Triple Force Friday 2019. You got Mandalorian, Rise of Skywalker, and Fall. What's Jedi Fallen Order? All coming out at the same time. We get to Walmart at midnight. Nothing. There's literally no, <laughs> literally nothing except for two electronic remote control Dio droids. Yeah. Which I had to buy. I was like, this is going to be my new favorite droid. I could just tell. Um, <laughs> you got recalled. And, uh, <laughs> and that was it. And I had to wake up the next day and go to Target thinking there was going to I I don't know. And then we watched uh, videos on YouTube that were from FAO Schwartz in 1999 and we cried. Yeah. Oh, so much better. Uh, that high. So good. <laughs> Uh, well, each one of these figures is going to come with a small chip, and they plays clips from the movie. Just crying like, yes. Uh, <laughs> you guys have got any more Darth Mauls? Have you seen any more Darth Mauls? <laughs> yeah, I'm probably going to get about three of each character. Probably ten Darth Mauls, because those are going to go for about $300 a pop. going to pay for my yeah. kids. <laughs> oh, cool. I'm going to watch that again tonight. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to make a YouTube yeah. video called The Top 10 Things People Bought in the 90s They Thought Were Going to Put Their Kids Through College. Never Turns could. out Naboo Starfighter was one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Just had uh, to hold out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 30 right. years, man. It worked. So where are we? Where, where do we go from here? It's crazy. Like, I, you would think with the... F- there was so much to unpack last week. And you think about the finale last year of Mandalorian, how it just it 
it left your mind going into a million directions of the possibilities. I came out of this episode not like I like cliffhangers. I like sure we want to know where Mando and Grogu are going, but like you know, it didn't it didn't leave me going. And then the stinger, the Cobb Vanth thing. I know we've already talked about it. Again, I love Cobb Vanth, but that was like, what is that? Like, what, like what? I hope that mod guy, the mod, like Lino. I hope he didn't like fucking do this thing where he like overdoes it. You know, I don't want him coming out with like a giant Boba? arm that's like drags on the bicentennial ground. man now. Yeah, Boba Fett was digested by a sarlacc pit for I don't know a year or something, and he used a Bacta tank to a hundred percent completely heal. Yeah. <laughs> why can't combat? Why is he like? He got yeah, why mod? I don't get why it. Why modding him? Maybe he didn't want the mod. That's what, like, yeah. Is there a, no other health care or like? <laughs> it's like no. Leia got shot in the same spot. Yeah. Cosmetic surgery. It's so sorry. Weird. Weird. It's okay, George. Listen, listen. And here's what's happening. He's in the he's in the band. What's it called? The back to tank. It's not the bantha tank. The bantha tank. He's in the bantha tank. He's in the back. Where's all that damn bantha that he left in the desert? Died. Oh, didn't make any babies. Babies. Oh, put him on the list. (gasps) He's in the back to tank, right? And he's just healing. And then the maybe the mod guy's like showing up, and he's gonna. He's evil. You know what he's gonna do? And this is something that evil people do. They perform a lot of unnecessary surgeries. Mm. (laughs) Okay. Uh, and I think that's what's happening here. And he's going to overdo it. And Cobb Vanth is going to wake up and he's going to be like, like we said, Robocop. Mar- Cobb, Ro- what, what was the thing? Robocop? Marshall? Robocop. Robocop. He's going to be Robocop. He's going to be Robocop. And it's going to be crazy. Oh. He's going to look like Akira mixed in with something from The Simpsons. I don't you know what's like? He's going to have a dog body like Smithers. In the mm. future, do you remember that? If that's what it's going to be like. Was Cobb Vanth not already awesome and kind of perfect? It's yeah. it, mm-hmm. he was fucking perfect. Yeah, I know. Like, mm. no, no, that's why we have to change. He's the closest <laughs> to a Han Solo type character. Mm-hmm. We were going to get a cop show of these guys going around the galaxy, and it was going to be called Cobb and Mayfeld. And they were just gonna tour around the galaxy. Oh, no. Can you imagine? That's a hard arguing. Pass. Hey, hold about on. About things hold and arresting that's a people. Hard pass. How about all the Han Solo rumors this year? Uh, well, we were Kira. We were believing our own Kira. Yeah. <laughs> well, Kira's plausible. There's no way in hell they're bringing back Harrison Ford. He's done. Oh my God. We all. I, I am though. I, I am kind of looking forward to like being done just with Mandalorian and Boba for a little, like I'm, I'm happy to get into Obi-Wan and I don't know when Ahsoka's coming, but just like the other, and I know there they'll probably be, be a little bit of crossover here and there, but I, I am like, we, it, at this point it's been three seasons of the Mandalorian, basically. I'm, I'm ready. Let's for, get wild about Obi-Wan. somebody else to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what crazy shit do you think? What crazy shit would you want to see? Like for me, I want Kitster. To return, I think that might be happening. I'm just, I think it might be happening. Yeah, we've heard that with like Han Solo, Kira, you know, <laughs> IG88 and Dengar. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh yeah. Hey, how about we let's we'll, we got to go back to what was it five weeks ago? 
the the chart. Oh yeah, Do you yeah, still have the, that? None of those people the showed up. Squad. Oh god, who's the team be? Like did well, show up out of nine up, people I put in there. You know yeah. what? I'm gonna say something. I've been watching a lot of TV lately. Peacemaker might be my f- favorite thing that's ever happened to the superhero genre. <laughs> Sorry. Jake, it's a shame that you're not watching it. it. I think of you every time I watch it. Is, it is. Yeah, I'll never watch that show. Oh, I'm, you are missing out. I think out. you're missing out. But yeah. Jake, yeah. it's so good. How are you it watching is. it? Yeah. Isn't it amazing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but if, if, any, if anything, it's a coherent story. Each week, more is being revealed. More pieces of the puzzle are coming together, and it's it's building up to a conclusion. I think Boba Fett kind of shot themselves in the foot a little bit because it was like, you know, we got to put this team together, and we're gonna fight this this threat's coming, and then the threat wasn't that cool, and then they gave us an hour, of, you know, the Luke Skywalker power hour, and then you come back, and it's kind of hard. Like, I just felt disjointed. That's the only word I can keep coming up with. So there you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. But I'm still optimistic, though, Craig. Like I feel, I I feel like this has set up things that make me care about Mando and Grogu and like that story that we started with for the first two seasons. Like I f- I still feel invested in that. And they've set up with him not being a Mandalorian anymore. He's got to seek redemption now. He's got to yeah. figure himself out. And that's that's enticing. Like that's. I, you still believing that. in that bantha poodoo? Uh, yeah, and he's like, "Yeah, this is the way. I'm still into it." Which, yeah, that was a great exchange. It was again. Yeah. The writing was there, like it was perfect. You're still feeling like he believes in the doctrine of the whatever Mandos. Um, so it's I, I I'm I'm still optimistic. I feel like even though we've been pretty cynical and and this has been a lot of fun to finally just vent about <laughs> all the shit that's been in our heads, but uh, I I still feel like. I feel like two things have happened. One, I'm still very excited about Mando. And two, I think that this has been a good learning experience because there's when, when you feel like uh, Star Wars TV has figured itself out, they're still trying to figure it out, honestly. And so, you know, Mando was a straight up Western fantasy. This they tried to play with the genres a little bit. They tried to make it a Western fantasy with a little bit of a crime sort of gangster thing. Mm-hmm. Like they were trying to imprint another genre upon Star Wars, which, um, you know, is is tough. Like it's already two mixed together, balanced genres. And it's kind of tough to figure out what to do. Uh, with with a third or a fourth wheel at that point. Um, I mean, there are times, Troy, where I don't even know why I like Star Wars. And someone's like, "Well, what about it? Do you like?" I'm like, "I don't know. Just it's always been there, and I like it, and I like the people in it. Like <laughs> comfort food, it's a fairy tale. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It's, it's, it's it's like it's, a lasagna in the fall. Yeah. It's pizza, it's man. It's still lasagna. It's, it's pizza, cake. and even a shitty pizza is has perfect. baked cheese, and baked cheese is perfect. No, but Troy, I thank you. Um, Troy, I, I agree with you. I think Star Wars live action TV is very much in its infancy. I think we all judge. Um, I think we judge Star Wars on a, on a on a different scale because the first three movies are are so important to pop culture and society, into the sci fi genre, and to to just movie the movies in general, and like all of our childhoods. Like, there's a lot. There's a lot riding on Star Wars. So when it's good, it's like exhilarating. And when it 
when it lets you down, it can be very like disheartening because you don't want the thing you love to like let you down. It's like when it's like when you're you got a really when you got a kid and he's just like a gen, genuinely like a good kid. He's a good kid, gets good grades, and then like he like steals your car, like crashes into a mailbox. He does the one thing you go, what are you, what are yeah. you doing? You're the good kid. You're Star Wars. You're supposed to be better than this. Mm-hmm. Um, Troy, how do you agree with Frank's Wars, statement as being the only two here with kids? <laughs> Well, my kids not stolen a car yet, so I love what Jake does. Is Jake's like you put Star Wars too high? Well, I'm not. No, gonna... I I love Star Wars. Yeah, everything you just said, sure about the original trilogy. But then after that, like, there's a lot of Star Wars out there, and sure. there's a lot of amazing Star Wars. But at this sure. point, we should all be like not surprised when Star Wars does something that's just like embar like like uh, to continue your your uh analogy of children you you yes. shouldn't be surprised when you take a small child into a gro- at some point your child's gonna freak out in a grocery store right and star, and, and star wars does that it has well, freak every- outs in a grocery store kind of often so at this point it's like <laughs> ah, ah, but you gotta be like you got we got two amazing yeah exactly we got two amazing i bet black or santa's had a couple freakouts the grocery <laughs> store. <laughs> today yeah, uh, but yeah, I think Jake, you're exactly right. Like we we always think about like you know Saturday Night Live. You look at the 45 plus years of that, and you remember all of these awesome sketches and moments and and personalities that were on the show. There are some really bad sketches. Like oh, if you yeah. watch the first season of Saturday Night Live, there are some oh, bombs. Or the Would current watch- season of Saturday Night Live. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's just exactly it. Like anything with anything where you're getting that volume. I mean, I think yeah. Ryan, you and Kat were talking about it last week on the show, where it was like in Clone Wars, there were awesome episodes, and then there was like one kind of like eh, that was not so good. But you knew that better episodes were coming, and that's exactly. that's a great luxury to have. Where you we are now getting the frequency and the volume of star wars stuff that we cannot like an episode but we know that a better episode is right around the corner which is awesome i feel like snl star wars and pro wrestling are always good in hindsight like looking back seven or eight years and you're just looking at the stuff you liked like that's why wwe uh is really good at putting like highlight packages together that make you think that 2012 was the greatest year in pro wrestling or snl like Troy, you made a great point. If you go back and watch like full episodes of SNL from basically any season, think about the greatest casts. Like think about when it was like Farley and and you know David Sandler and Spade. Like Mm -hmm. go watch a full episode. It's like they're like three for ten every night. Yeah, even the best of Dan Aykroyd has some like stinkers. (laughs) Honestly, yes, yes. Um, Have you heard about the prequel he's writing? Had this episode not followed the last two episodes, it would have been amazing. Yeah. But we're well, coming off the last two episodes, and this episode is just not living up to the last two episodes. Well, if this episode was if this episode was in the middle of the season, if yeah. all this kind of happened in the middle and there was still some buildup, then yeah, sure. If they would have not had Grogu, if they would have, we talked about the, this earlier. If Grogu was not in this episode, it wouldn't have really changed the episode very much. If they would have ended last week with um, not going back to him having to make that choice and made that the final scene of this year, we would all be having a much different conversation. Oh, we'd because, be having a meltdown. Right, because yeah. you, 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 you have to like, this is marketing 101. 
leave them wanting more, get them hyped, get them excited about the possibilities. Mm -hmm. The last scene of the book of Boba Fett that we saw was them just kind of like, it was like this weird pan away from like, we're not, not the last scene we saw, but the last scene we saw with the main cast was that they're just standing in town and in the camera. They're having a laugh. It ended with a freeze frame. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Like, <laughs> like I, I literally thought it was gonna. But they're like they cut away. Bob was like, "All right, well, I'm gonna go take a shit." Just like, <laughs> like I'm just like it's just weird. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just weird. Like, like I don't know. But yeah, I, we are. I, yeah, sorry. I, I was gonna say like I, I, I was kind of thinking at some point that the only reason. You know, I was wondering, I was like, well, why is Boba Fett, why does Boba Fett care about tattooing so much? You know, why, why is it his big deal to, to want to rule tattooing? And then I was like, well, maybe it's for the sand people. Maybe it's for the Tuscans, right? Maybe he's doing all this to help them out. And then I, I was like, oh, so at the end of the show, he's going to, he's going to bring the Tuscan, the maybe other Tuscans back in and, and be, you know, I did this for you, whatever. But then there's, that just doesn't happen either. So I don't understand why Boba Fett gives a fuck about tattooing. Mm. He did why the mods did or why free time. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. His, his growth into being a likable guy was not, Listen, enough. We I mean, he can go anywhere he wants. He can go anywhere he wants. You know? He's got Clearly, a jetpack and a ship. called Moss Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we all know Moss Eisley is the best part that's the best moss in in uh tattooing like give me pelimoto give me that just give me i like the cheers show that jake had the idea for give me cheers inside yeah. the moss eisley cantina that's the show i want yeah um but anyway so dude comes walking <laughs> in the door <laughs> oh it's the sears how's life as being a sears exclusive <laughs> i got a, i have a blue suit and silver boots this rules and i would love that smaller. hey but like fraser's still in it just as fraser <laughs> <laughs> no we'd have cliff still in there but he's in his uh hoth gear yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. should never close that shield door oh. <laughs> Sorry, princess <laughs> By the way, Abby was watching. What was that thing you were watching earlier? It was like, uh, it's kind of like the the Star Wars, like where's National she's... Geographic, the Earth Moods. Yeah, Earth Moods. But <laughs> I'm such a <laughs> dumb idiot. It was like Minnesota it's or like something. And I was like, oh, is, I was like, oh, is that Hoth? I asked if it was Hoth. <laughs> no, I think it's Antarctica. <laughs> I, I thought because I thought there's one on. Isn't there one on biomes? Yeah, yeah biomes. Yeah. So I thought it was yeah. biomes. I want the same premise. They should put out more biomes from this season. It's just, just flat sand. The sands of Tatooine. <laughs> Three towns. But it should go inside the Sarlacc. Yeah. Let us move our spice through. And you won't have any problems. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Weird show. Six out of ten with some really, really high moments. Mm-hmm. Really high sure. spots. That's sure. what I say. Overall, I think that's fair. Like As a full season out of credits, I think I would probably give it six or seven. Mm-hmm. It, w- here's the weird thing and i don't know if this guy's i don't know if this uh struck any of you what would happen i would get really excited about watching it and i'd really enjoy it and usually my first five to ten minutes after every episode where i was like kind of on a high and then i really had no desire to rewatch it or or even like think about it like it was just it was there i don't know until five and six like until five, five I, and six, i right. want to go back and rewatch those now like those are we- just 
solid episodes. Which one was five again? Is that the one where Manda first comes Manda back? Manda comes back. Yeah. 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 He's like in the butcher shop and he yeah. buys out of that. Oh, dog. right. The, the Bryce Dallas Howard episode of the Dave Filoni episode. When does she get a movie? Yeah. I mean, maybe. Well, hey, Hal, what character would you want her to direct? I don't know. <laughs> oh. Okay. But she understands Star Wars. It's very clear she grasps Star Wars. Right. Can produce something that's feels like you're watching a full movie yeah mm-hmm. it's weird too though and troy maybe you could speak to this i don't know how different it is for star wars but like traditionally tv episode directors are it's kind of like uh you're not it's really like, doing a lot it's you're just kind of there it's like when kevin smith directed exactly. an episode of lois and clark or especially whatever. on the established shows like sh- shows that have been around for more than three or four seasons like you can bring a director in and the crew knows what they're doing the cast knows what they're doing and the director right. comes in and puts their their stamp on it but yeah i, th- I think uh, yeah kevin smith is a good analogy because he talked about going and directing flash and he's like it was the easiest directing job i've ever had like i just showed up yelled <laughs> right, action right. and cut and um so plus yeah, it's TV's flash so everything goes really fast now but these these are different like these types of these types of episodes i think they're treating more like individual films like there is the there's the overall like showrunner you've got your felonies and your your favros and and rodriguez's that are overseeing things but i think they're really trusting the directors to come in and 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 do their thing like when kevin tantron came in he did uh episodes of agents of shield and and when when he came in to do an episode on Shield, you always knew there was going to be some crazy badass single camera or single shot uh, action scene because that's what he liked to do. And so they would tee that up. They knew he would be directing that episode. They'd write something into it and they would make it awesome. Um, that's something that you have the luxury on on a show that's in its fifth season and doing twenty two episodes. And the writers can write to that to that director. And this, I think, they treat a little bit more like doing small movies i would imagine yeah john uh uh, john and um mitchell brinkley both you know brought up good points that this is such a shorter it's different because it's such a short season and then mitchell said you know uh the directors on mandalorian they're all like collaborating together yeah Mm -hmm. yeah different thing yeah it'll be interesting and listen this show's obviously successful and Disney Plus has um like more subscribers than I think the reports came out, like millions and millions more than they you know, than they had projected or whatever. So it's like I don't know how they can really gauge like how they gauge on whether or not this show continues is do they have a story to tell? If they have a story worth telling, keep going, right? If not, maybe we just see Boba Fett popping up in Mandalorian and I think Boba Fett maybe works better like that, where he's just popping up here and there and being a part of the story when it when it call when it needs him, you know. Yeah, Fennec mm-hmm. as well, because I think to yeah. see more Fennec show up places. For sure, sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. More of right. a pop in, less of like a mainstay. But here's a problem: when Fennec hung that mayor, I didn't realize that was the mayor at first because like they didn't really do a good job of establishing the mayor as like. Like I knew Major Domo way more than the mayor. Well, if, See, the mayor's only in one scene. Well, it, felt, it felt like that scene where she goes in and and kills everybody. It felt like they had done the entire episode, were editing it together, and they were like, "Oh fuck, 
we we're, we're we didn't get the head we didn't get the head mm. of the we need to film something really quick and they yeah. and it's like that scene also it's so much more ruthless than anything else in the in the show like you know the whole battle is, the whole battle is just shooting faceless and nameless characters and then there's this really intimate small room where she's she hung him like that's <laughs> i was like yeah. okay yeah. yeah that was awesome though it, i mean it was yeah but it, seeing it, hammerhead you know, get hung from gotta, it felt, from the sunroof you, you, like, you, oh. you also hear his neck crack you hear yeah it. Yeah. yeah it felt no. out so of place good. for sure just yeah, needed the little legs dangling yeah, Phoenix. Phoenix yeah. like a fiery fire spray. Hey, listen, I just came up with it. I just came up with a new segment, and I want to do this real quick, and then we'll go to the chat for final questions, and we'll roundtable it. We'll, we'll get the hell out of here and go eat a okay. pizza or something. Okay. Here's my new segment. I'm just coming up with. I wish I had music and stuff. It's called You're Star Wars. It's called the Star Wars Stock Exchange. What I'm going to do is I'm going to name characters from the Book of Boba Fett, and you have to say whether or not you are buying or selling that character. I like this. As in, are you invested in their future? Do you think they're on the way up or maybe the way down? Welcome to Craig's first ever Star Wars <laughs> Stock Exchange. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, look, they got uh, Mark Hamill's ringing the bell. Uh, okay, here we go. <laughs> I don't know. Stocks. Stocks. NFTs. I don't know. Yeah. So <laughs> let's start off with an easy one. Black or Santon? Round table. Are you buying or selling? If you want to add context, you can, but Troy Benjamin. Sell. Ryan. Sell. Jake. I'm I'm buying. <laughs> Jake's buying. I'm buying optimistically. Well, also, it's a good investment because he's he's that, that, it, that he could be better. That's well, you're bu- you're buying it, him when hey, if it's strictly hungry. based on what I've seen, that I'm selling. But okay, <laughs> Abigail, sell. How sell? Oh wow, cool. That means I get him cheap. Well, yeah. So that's <laughs> what, what I'm actually trying to Pennies. do. Is I'm teaching a, a finance class here. You buy him cheap. <laughs> next thing you know, he's kicking ass again, and and you've got a, a valuable Wookie. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Uh, Fennec Shan, Troy Benjamin. Uh, hold. You're holding. Want to hold what stocks they have? Okay. Uh, Ryan Dole. Uh, buying. Jake. I'm gonna sell. Abigail. Buying. How? Buy. Buying. All right. Can I give some context to mine? Yeah. Yeah. No, because I th- I think we've learned something with the book of Boba here is that it's like the shark in Jaws. The the more mysterious she is, the more badass she is. Yeah. That's why I'm buying. All right, here we go. Okay. A couple more. This is fun. <laughs> uh, Pelimoto, Troy Benjamin. Bye. Bye. All the stocks. Ryan. To the moon. Bye. Yeah, all the stocks. She's Jake? my GameStop. I'll buy, but uh, I don't I don't need too much. <laughs> I'll buy, but she's <laughs> on the sideline. Uh, I'll have one it. share Take to be a shareholder. How, Clay? Sell. Sell it. <laughs> Yeah. She's the most annoying character out of Mando in this series. She's a little annoying. She's a little annoying. She can be a little annoying, but otherwise, she's great. Endear. What do you mean you're selling me? <laughs> Taking a shirt off. <laughs> All right. Two more. Two more. Let's do Boba Fett. This is the big one. Oof. Troy Benjamin. <laughs> Sell. Selling. Oh, no. again for the same for the same reasons I say to hold. 
on Fennec. Like, again, I think Boba will be better served if we put him back into the shadows, I think somebody said in the chat, which I totally agree upon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ryan Doe. Cautiously buying. Cautiously Ooh. buying. Okay. Jacob Walsh? Uh, I'm selling Boba Fett. I'm selling him cheap. <laughs> <laughs> you will sell him cheap? <laughs> Get rid of him. All right. How Clay? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Sell. Selling. Wow. Boba Fett finally gets his own show after 40 years. Like, eh. <laughs> well, he come, don't buy Boba. Does he come with a Rancor? Because I'm definitely buying if he has no. it. No, I'll buy the no, Rancor. We're all buying the Rancor. Nobody bought the Rancor. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is all a, the circuital plan for me to get people to buy the Rancor. You know, you would think from a marketing perspective, if you're going to launch a HasLab campaign with a Rancor, you'd wait till you see a Rancor of the current media to get people excited about Rancors, but hey, I don't work for Hasbro. That's I, a, I have an idea, but I'm going to get into that as I tease the state of Star Wars. We're going to do it so, soon. It's going to we are do it We're going to We got a lot to talk about. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh. Um, well, that was it's fun. It's not going to be like Festivus. We're going to air some grievances. <laughs> the air. And then one of us has to fight the head of the table. I love this. Well, listen, that was fun. I like doing the buy sell. Well, it was a fun segment. Um, I've had so much fun doing this show with you guys. I really uh, value everybody's opinions i value the time hanging out with friends and i love the chat if anybody wants us to touch on anything any final questions rapid fire you guys could all touch the like button and the subscribe button if you enjoyed this that would be great we all talk about it but if you if you do like uh, yhs and you like what we do here um hit the like button on this video helps us a lot and if we can get 200 likes on this video we will do a live toy award show this tuesday night (laughs) on youtube (laughs) And uh, yes. it'll, we'll call it the Jeffries. Uh, if you're so, lucky. If you're lucky. <laughs> um, got to be good, though. Got to be real good. <laughs> See, now <laughs> I feel like you have kids. This seems like a thing you do with kids. Yeah. I just, I, oh, I, I watch <laughs> Geek Dad. Today. No, 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 I watch Geek Dad live streams and I steal all the stuff he says. <laughs> he's really, he's really good at YouTube. I can't even get the theme song to play at the right time. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Flash asks, did Fennec want to run the spice trade? Listen, I think she's all about that money. I, I don't think she would have turned it down. I don't think she cares about anything but, you know, money and, money and power and hanging yeah. folks. I, I think agree. she definitely wanted money, and I think she wanted to, I think she wanted Boba to be a little harder. Because even she calls him soft. Everyone's Everyone actually yeah. called Boba soft when we think yeah. about it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So we saw how soft he was when he was slipping around. Like he, that literally, that scene, it looks like a fucking wet hot dog. It looks like, like a physical (laughs) challenge from Double Dare. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody put the Double Dare music on that scene. (laughs) 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 Like a Japanese game show when they're all looped up trying to climb the stairs. (laughs) Yeah. Somebody please put super sloppy Double Dare music. (laughs) I, I think. I'm I'm right there with him on that because I was like, when when Boba agreed to like, yeah, we don't need spice, get rid of the spice, and Fennec goes, but that was Jabba's main business. 
the subtext there is what kind of crime boss are you going to be if you're not doing crime? Like, I don't. Yeah, he's again, not a crime whole, boss. Yeah. He's just a he's happy like mayor. He's like the homeowners association boss. <laughs> Which is worse. Cool. How cool, Selling timeshares on Mos Aspa. How cool would it What if Fennec Shan, what if the last scene was her like sneaking into the, the his while he was asleep and like slitting Jabba's throat? Not Jabba, Boba. Boba. Yeah. That's dark. Yeah. yeah. Well, like and the putting long on I would have been into that. Yeah, putting uh, on his own. Someone gets she's like, she's like zero credits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh... Sell. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's uh, let's roundtable it. Uh, Abigail Gardner, let me get your final thoughts on the book of Boba Fett. Sum it all up in about nine seconds. I can't. I don't think they could, honestly. I think that this show had trouble summing everything up by the end of it. Um, it was just a, a strange uh, flow. Um, there were some really good moments, some like really iconic things that I'll never forget. Emotional moments watching um, Grogu and Luke train and seeing uh, the Mandalorian getting a new ship. Um, but none of those things really involved Boba Fett. And it was, it was honestly just... <laughs> I felt conflicted and like I needed to have a group therapy session after finishing this because I watched it three times and I was like, maybe it will be good. Maybe it will be consistent. And hey, so, we, like, I, we, I'm so we've, all been, we've all the been old classic be watch it until you like it. <laughs> yeah. 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 It'll be good. Yeah, I wanted to check in on everyone. Make sure we're all okay with the, the rewatch of this. It, it, it's just not hitting. Uh, this this whole season was just just not landing. Um, I know. As much as I wanted to, yeah. Uh, listen, we haven't even talked about the one thing. They added lyrics to the song. I didn't like it. It sounded Boba, stupid. Boba, Boba, Boba Fett. <laughs> it sounded like I made it. It literally sounded like Boba, I wrote it. Boba, Boba, Boba I think what's going to happen is in a couple years when we think back, we're all going to remember the, the Luke episode and go, what season of Mandalorian was that? Like, oh, that was Book of Boba. Oh, remember Book of Boba? Um... How Clay, do you have any final thoughts? Overall, it was good. Thank you. <laughs> good episodes and the ones I hated. The ones I hated suck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I just don't have to watch those. I can just watch the good ones. I love that. There you go. The ones I hated sucked. There you go. <laughs> Opinions. <laughs> oh, Opinions are like Jawas. Everybody's They're got one. And- <laughs> moto has got a couple. Um... Um, I'm filtering through things I shouldn't say live mm-hmm. on the air, and we're done. Okay, uh, Ryan Dole. Uh, yeah, it was good. I would watch a second. Se- I would give a second season a shot if uh, I don't know. I I, oh, I hate talking shit about directors because these these shows are not easy to do and hard or no, put no, together, no. especially when you've got high end clients like Disney and Lucasfilm and stuff. That shit's not easy. Uh. So I know how sometimes I've seen it myself. I've seen good projects fall through into bad ones. And it's that I hate saying it, but maybe they just need some, maybe if they had a different director or different, whatever the case, I don't know. Just, I would give it a shot. Let's just say that. And I would try to go into the second season with them with a very open mind. You know, my issue that I've been having is like, they just, there's this pre-order now for the, for the, uh, the throne room playset with Bib Fortuna. It's amazing. And a it's, dish set. It's great. I love it. It's such a cool place that it's very expensive, but like it's the kind of thing that like 
uh, vintage collection Star Wars fans have been asking and begging for. Like, you, you want to see a bunch of happy Star Wars collectors. Yesterday was the day or Wednesday, whenever that was. But then I was like, oh, I'm going to get that. I want to fill it up with all the characters from Book of Boba Fett. I'll get Boba Fett and Mandalorian. And then I'm like, who was on this show? Like, I guess nobody. Who was Max in the Rebo? Yeah, I guess. I yeah. don't know. Like, uh, I don't know. So I, anyways. I pre-ordered so, it. But again, we'll get into that in another show. Oh, I pre-ordered it. So watch out, Mr. Mailman, in <laughs> November. In September of, of 2023. 2023. <laughs> you just watch out. <laughs> you better watch out. It's going to be heavy, probably. <laughs> uh, Jake, final thoughts. Uh, you know, it, it's a confusing show. There were there were a few like really high highs and then a bunch of really weird low lows. Um, I, I'm coming out of it like I think I liked more than I hated. It, there was some cool stuff, some dumb stuff. I f- almost feel like I could take it or leave it. Other than the yeah. other than the two episodes that don't have like the two episodes that don't have Boba Fett at all are out. I think were outstanding, like great great pieces of media. And and I don't think that's because Boba Fett's not in them. They're just it's a weird choice to throw those two episodes in the middle of a completely different show and I, and I'll never understand that. So, I don't know. I am I'm, I'm good. I'm good like setting Boba Fett aside for a while. I mean, it's clear forever listen. and just moving on to something else. It's clear. Listen. Remember last year there was all those rumors there's going to be a book of Boba Fett or is it no, no. There's going to be a Boba Fett show. And everyone's like, no, there's not. Disney just announced 40 new Star Wars things. And Boba Fett wasn't one of them. Like, no, there's going to be a Boba Fett show. It's shooting right now. And everyone's like, there's no way it's shooting right now. And then it was like, whoa, there is a Boba Fett show. And it's shooting right now. And then people like Jennifer Beals came out and go, I thought I was making season three of The Mandalorian. Ha, ha, ha. Something happened somewhere. Yes. Yeah. They were making season three of The Mandalorian. Yeah, exactly. In fact... We were going to get season three of The Mandalorian, and there was going to be three episodes The Mandalorian wasn't in. That's what it was. <laughs> mm. All right. Troy Benjamin, you're going to close us out. Final thoughts. Oh, man. Pressure. Yeah. I mean, I again, I'm ending on optimism. Like, there were things that I liked. And to Jake's point, like, I, I'm going to hold on to those things that I liked within this show because they were they were high highs. And and I really enjoyed those moments. Um and I'm optimistic because I think that this was a great learning experience uh, for everybody. I mean, uh, just to give them some some data and some knowledge of like, okay, if we try to do a show like this, uh, how does it work? Because once we get to Andor, it might be a different show now. They have some time to go back and kind of rethink things. And maybe if we lean more on the espionage and less on this, like, I think I think that's that's good. I think it's going to benefit things in the long run. But um, I don't know. I was desperately trying to find it. A friend sent me this thing and I, I apologize. I can't credit it to the person that it was, but they said the show is called the book of Boba Fett because this is what Boba Fett has done for all of these characters that you've seen. Luke Skywalker would not be Luke Skywalker if Boba Fett had not encountered him uh, and frozen Han Solo and taken him in the carbonite to Jabba the Hutt and uh, Boba Fett or, or Cobb Vanth would not be the marshal if, uh, you know, Boba Fett hadn't given him the armor and all of these things. Like he had logic and reasoning for all of the characters in Book of Boba Fett being affected by Boba Fett. And I looked at that and I was like, man, that is solid. I wish that was the show that I saw. Like I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wish yeah. that that was a tangible thing that I could hold. 
and not have to kind of pull at those strings and 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 find. So, um, I yeah. Don't know. I mean, if that was the show, if it was like every episode is going to focus on a new character and how Boba Fett is a, an important yeah. piece of their puzzle, like, yeah, that sounds cool. Um, but I don't know if that's what we watched. Somebody and maybe that was the conceit. <laughs> yeah, but and and. But also, since I'm bringing things home, I do want to say that weekly, it is the highlight of my week to come and just chat with you all about this because it's like there are so many things when you're watching these episodes that just rattle around inside your brain. And and for the people that don't want to live tweet and talk about things on social media, like you sit and you stew on it. And then when we come to sit down on Friday, I feel like I can just go, here's everything, guys. (laughs) And so it's, I, and I can, I just I enjoy everybody's opinions and I love that we can debate things. I love that and we, can, we can, yeah. I love that we have different opinions too. Like we're we're across yeah. the board. Mm-hmm. I think we're actually all pretty fair too. Yeah, I mean, like, none of us like. Listen, we all want to like Star Wars. We all love. We all have a deep affection for it. And when it lets us down a little bit, like that's okay. Like we can we can. It's like any of our fandoms, whether it's Ghostbusters or Star Wars or. You know, we, you know, the new Jurassic World trailer's out, and like we all have opinions about it. Like, we're Padme's know, still Padme at the end of the day, guys. The we're okay. The, yeah. And I'd still rather be day. dreaming of Padme. Septimus Prime <laughs> says, I missed the whole thing. Started over. Gladly. Okay. So, anyways, let's unpack this episode. Roll that theme song again. Give me the theme song. <laughs> yeah. We just go um, off the air. <laughs> so, here's the deal Santa running away. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Make sure you like uh the the video here if you enjoy what you see on yhs tell a friend we've got a lot going on we do have the jeffrey's live on youtube this tuesday it's gonna be a ton of fun uh really excited about that and then you know stay tuned for any and all announcements we do toy anxiety live every tuesday night um uh which is our toy and action figure roundtable and uh, that's a ton of fun, and and we love seeing the YHS community continue to grow, and we have so much fun. The chat is amazing, as always. One thing I will say, May 25th, it has been announced officially. Obi-Wan Kenobi is the full name of the show. It's not just Kenobi. It's Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, they didn't go with my, uh, my title, which was uh, Sandy Ben Kenobi. <laughs> Uh, oh, no. Sandy Ben didn't, uh, didn't workshop that joke, huh? Let Highs try, and lows in this episode. Hey, let me try. <laughs> let, let me try a couple others. Uh, hold on, hold on. Other uh, other titles they considered were, uh, um, you know, Benny and the. Anyways, Craig, don't worry. I'm just going to hold on a wide shot and watch you flounder for about uh, 15 or 20 uh, seconds, uh, and then I'll cut away from you. Okay. <laughs> Obi Wan Kenobi starting in May. Uh, it's going to be a lot of. By fun. the way, we're all going to be at well, at least all well, some of us, most of us, at Choice all House. Of us, uh, we're going to be at Choice we'll House know. doing it. We're, we're all going to be in yeah. town for celebration. Yeah, we're going to have some fun. Yeah, hopefully. There's no it, maybe. Only Zool. You're all going to be there. Yeah, I think you're the only one who has tickets to uh, Star Wars yeah. Celebration. Yeah. But but yeah. listen, we, we started last week. If you if you have a good idea for the name, uh, oh, that's actually funny. See, there it is. Benny, Benny and the Fets. Benny and the Fets. <laughs> Damn it. Um, we, will, uh, we will be doing these again. We like doing these live, uh, these live streams where we recap everything. For Abigail Gardner, Jacob Walsh, Ryan Dole, Hal Clay, and of course, Troy Benjamin, Please have a wonderful weekend. Please be safe. Please do whatever you can 
to, uh, you know, buy a toy, read a book, watch a movie, have some fun, make some chainmail shirts for your Grogu's, and everybody will uh, will see you very soon. Mm-hmm. This has been a blast. My name is Craig Goldberg, signing off one last time. <laughs> the Book of Boba Fett. Boba yeah. Book Club. Music? Yes. There it is. By the way, we still have uh, pins. YHSpodcast.bigcartel.com. Yeah, but now that the show's over, the price is going up. Oh, yeah. Didn't you love the show? Wouldn't you love the pins? Now they're vintage. (laughs) They're old. (laughs) Yeah. Bin them. Only two left. Bye, everybody. How how does the chainmail go over his ears? I know. Is it elastic? Tattooing strong. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.